This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. How are you doing, Jason Glick? I'm doing great, John. How great. about you? Oh, I'm I'm surviving the torrent <laughs> at work. So, um, but uh, yeah, everything seems to be all right, you know. <laughs> I guess it's better than not surviving. Uh, yeah, exactly. But I'm bumped. <laughs> so what's going on in the world of Jason Glick? At least with the okay. comics. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, just about the comics. All right, like I've got something that I've mentioned before. People who've been reading the reading the uh, the blog regularly. It's like, you no, know, it's like those of you with and um, very specific memories might remember the time I wrote and my one of my Marvel pre- Marvel previews picks about a collection of the Ultimate Comics event. Um, divided we fall. United we stand. Now this this hardcover collected uh, collected the um, collected the event in the Ultimate Universe. Basically, that in theory was supposed to cross over between the Ultimates, Ultimate Comics X Men, and Ultimate Comics Spider Man. Now I looked at this and thought, you know, that seems like a really nice nice collection right there. I mean, you get like 18 issues worth of content for 40 bucks, and like you know, it's kind of like almost you're buying two trade paperbacks, only you'll get only you'll get one free. Sounds like a winner right there, but the problem is that um, the issue is that um, while it's collected, that the way Ultimate Spider-Man has um, worked its collection so far, you'd be missing out on two two issues of it. So it's kind of like, oh man, it's like, do I want to like get it now? It's like, or do I want to see about getting the uh, two issues beforehand? Now that didn't that didn't quite work out for me. It's like I'm I'm sure I'll, I'll pick things up either myself or through other means. Um, at some point in the future, but, but then I noticed later on that, that um, they're soliciting. They were going to solicit um, Ultimate Comics X Men by Brian Wood Volume One. That Volume One does not collect any of the issues from this event. Figured, okay, so I guess so I guess it's kind of been decided for me. Got to get this. Got to get this hardcover. It collects collects everything here, and um, that way I can be ready for when um, soft covers for for Woods run arrive. Because God knows, like I've been, I spent enough time talking about how much I'm looking forward to Brian Woods' um, Ultra Comics X Men run. It's like I, but so I've said like ever since the beginning that hey, you know, yeah, it's too bad that Nick Spencer is like I'm leaving after 12 issues, but hey, you know, we're getting Brian Woods, so we're trading up here. Awesome, right? Well, it's like yeah, as I've been, you know, I've been saying that for for months now. So now it's like you know. Time to, so now, what do I think about it? Well, I'm going to talk tackle these these uh, um, arcs in the order that they come. Because first, because this collects like three like like three arcs in the series. This is not really a crossover. This is more of a branded e- event. It's saying that hey, you know, it's like we realize that on the world that um, America is um, falling apart in the old comics universe. So we're going to make like an like an like basically this brand's event about you know. About it, you're just talking about like how everyone's going to go and um, put things back. All, all the heroes are going to go and put things back together, or die trying, you know, more or less. Anyway, anyway, it's like so. First arc in, um, is uh, is uh, is from the Ultimates, and it's basically um writer new writer Sam Humphreys um take on having um Cap, Ultimate Cap, Thor, and Iron Man, so it's Black Widow, Hawkeye, and you know everyone else can get their hands on. Just um like. Just like I'm pr- trying to bring the country back together. I mean, like it starts off with like, you know, Captain America coming back and you know just like fighting the um, anti-government militias. So like, hey, uh, he's realized that hey, you know, like 
even though he like Cap lost his faith for a while, he's back and now he's gonna like he's gonna put he's gonna he's gonna like take out all these guys who are um, who are um, fighting again who don't want to be a part of me. He's gonna put it put the country back together by by sheer force of will and violence through any through all of these through any means. Now putting this country back together basically means going toe to toe with the nuclear empowered Texas, a uh, California that is seceded from the Union, proclaiming its technological superiority, and also the uh, the um, anti-government militia known as Hydra. Yeah, so we get lots. Of, so we also do get some more like Ultimate Comics ver- versions of of regular Marvel Universe concepts here. Now this does a good. Now, well, I said my my review of the previous volume of the Ultimates that it did kind of fall apart towards in the middle half because it because that also represents the point where um Humphreys came on as a co-writer to Jonathan Hickman. It also more importantly it came on. It also presented like the point where the art just, where the art um just became a lot less consistent and had like five artists working on one issue, which is never a good thing for consistency. So so I realized you know that necessarily wasn't Humphreys' fault. So I went tried to do my best to go in here through with with an open mind. And to be honest, like I thought this first first part of the arc worked worked pretty well. Um, Humphreys does a job of keeping the momentum going, um, like showing you, hey, you know, America's on the verge of falling apart, but now we've got the heroes have got their act together, and they're gonna like you know push push forward to try and try and try and make sure that doesn't happen. So he does get a lot of lot of good momentum here, but he also and he also sits upon like an idea that you know, hey, you know, that Marvel the Marvel universe is teased with fears, but not actually um gone and done it. Um, that's the um, and that's not this isn't necessarily a spoiler really. This is like basically like. You know, all I can say is President Captain America. After through his through his heroic efforts, Captain America emerges as a substantial write-in vote for the recall presidential election that's going that's held in the middle of the series. And and to be honest, though, like even though Cap Cap is kind of like a um, very very conservative conservative like you know like a more like violence solves all problems kind of kind of guy. It's like for the situation that they're facing in this comic book. That's actually the kind of captain I can get behind because everyone is acting in their own. All the bad guys are acting in their own interest, and we need someone who can just go in and just, you know just knock some sense into them, um, literally even. So it's so it's a lot of fun seeing that, but also um, but also Hickman also teases a, a separate subplot, basically about the um, person who's fomenting the um, all, all this uh, all, all this rebellion. Um, this mysterious Mr. Morez, who also has um, mysterious Asgardian ties to Thor as well, so it's this kind of it's just supposed you know it's that um it's you know it's handled it's handled well enough, but at the same time though, the resolution to this particular thread is kind of left left wanting. It's to be perfectly honest, it's handled a bit too definitively for my taste because once you find out who as actually is, you're kind of like, oh yeah, I. Like, I I understand why, like you know why Thor like you know Thor's issues with all this, but at the same time his like Thor's um solution is a bit more um like it's really definitive in the Ultimate Universe. Since Thor's solution to all problems, he hits shit with his hammer until it dies. Well, it kind of worked. I was kind of like how the uh, first volume of the Ultimates end ended. It's also kind of how um Miller's run on the second on his second on Ultimate Avengers ended, and now that's kind of how this arc arc ends as well. I kind of think it was a bit too definitive and a bit, bit too wrapped up, a bit too for my, for my liking. But the same, I mean, it's like we've got, like, it does kind of end, this arc does kind of end with the, the good finality. In fact, like, the Ultimates arc does kind of do a good job of wrapping up this whole, this whole branded event, for lack of a better term. So you've 
So I mean, so you're going into the to, to the second arcs as more as more sideshows to these to these stories. But it's like it does lead does, does lead me interesting. Oh wait, now, where do we go from here? Because apparently now we're going to be focused on the um, re- rebuilding or reconstruction and reunification of the United States after this. So I'm kind of interested in this, but at the same time, it also kind of leaves me like a bittersweet feeling in the sense that you know it's rumored that like um that there's going to be an ultimate like an, an Avengers versus um Ultimates. Um, event next year, which is going to basically end, put an end to the uh, like to the Ultimate Comics imprint as far as a publishing concern, anyway. Which you know, at this point, I'm kind of, I can understand like, you know, okay, I mean, it's hard to be angry about something I've seen coming for a while, but um, but you know, it's like there are worse there are worse fates here, anyway. But now, oh, it's like we're talking about now. We're going on to the next to the next arc, which is probably which is the um, Ultimate Comics X Men, and so they say they write out. Like, did I enjoy Brian Woods' um, um take on the take on the characters in the series? Yes, I did. Is it um something that's um radical enough to make me go and say, you don't start reading this right now, even if you've never read Ultimate Comics title four? No, but it's it does have a lot of. But interestingly enough, um, Wood has probably um, it does tap into a lot of the um teenage um teenage angst and um, it's like and. Rebellion, rebellion by that characterized a lot of his early works, um, such as the Couriers, um, Channel Zero. It's like, and it's like, uh, uh, like, it's like series, series like that. And he is, it's like, and it's, it's against like, a lot, and um, it's, and he taps in that vibe, and it's, and it's appropriate right here. Cause, I mean, it's, it's kind of like the old, it's like the standard X Men stuff ramped up to um ridiculous levels, which yeah, you know, I kind of, I kind of like, like in a way because it's, because you know, like. It's not just like because the X Men here aren't just hated and feared; they are just like you know, like like the regular human population is terrified of mutants to the point where like they're putting them in like they've like the um the government has abandoned the uh, southwestern states to um to the sent to the Sentinel forces that have been they're now under the um, mental command of um of um William Stryker Jr. and it's like and they've got it's like and that and the basically anti mutant militias are just kind of like you know just like I pouring in there and just, just like you know, just doing their best to oppress all, all mutants there without 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 any um, worries or re- repercussions. And also, and things aren't much better in in New York as well. So, so th- it's so it's into this um, situation that that Kitty that Kitty Pride um, realizes that hey, you know, we've got to do something. We've got to go go and stay and like start sort of re- and I like, um, and fight back in it's like in these it's like in these areas. In these sessions, in these success states, so we've got so she so she um gets gets her team. She's basically um um ice Iceman, Rogue, and um Jimmy Hudson. Now um here if you say Jimmy Hudson, you're saying all's that. Well, Jimmy Hudson is the son of Wolverine, who was introduced um in um Jeff Loeb's um Ultimate X run, um which I didn't read because um everything I've heard about um Jeff Loeb's um Marvel series except for um. Except for um, his um, Requiem for Captain America series, is that it's been terrible. So I just like you know fuck that, and I, I understand that you know all you need to know about Jimmy Hudson to get his character is that he is the son of Wolverine, for lack of a better term, he is the Wolverine stand-in for this, for, like for this particular arc. I mean, he's like he's it's like he, he's angsty, he's violent, he's the one who who will stab and kill people, you know who like who don't like him. So so you know he's. So he's Wolverine enough for this for this arc. That's what I'm saying right here. And yeah, I kind of wish that I could say more about him aside from 
aside from him being just you know Wolverine like, but there's there's really not a whole lot to to him at this point. Anyway, it's like the um, the arc has the arc has some nice that has a lot, has, some, has some nice moments early on with um with the characters like you know like like seeking debate about what to, what to do um trying to pass check checkpoints and just you know just just this feeling that you know hey we are like we are completely out of our death here we are like against like a, a country that that like, hates and fears us even more than usual and it's like there's like so there's a sense like good and um wood gets a good sense of drama and character from these from these people it's like and and like i said there's also a sense of the whole like i said they good sense good sense he invokes a good sense of and and also of the i think you know what what is your government doing for you vibe that we got from from dmz as well and um things change a bit um halfway through when um kitty when kitty hooks up with um nick with ultimate nick fury and um like fury is kind of like here is more of a facilitator than anything else he's He's basically kind of working this as an angle in the sense that, you know, hey, we've tried um, like, like, form, like doing this kind of rebellion stuff from like from inside other countries and it hasn't worked. So, so like we're working it from here. We need to have a mutant um, doing all this stuff. So that, and that basically falls, falls to Kitty right here. So Kitty basically winds up kind of acting as the de facto um, head of the mutant resistance. And it's, and it's pretty, enter- and it's interesting seeing her try, like trying to whip up the, um, the mutant. The defeated mutant population in these states, like into a into a fighting force, and it and it, it would and it would have been more effective had the ending not felt so rushed because because um because we've got like the uh, William Stryker um Sentinels basically um being wiped out in one big rush um in, in the final issue, which kind of re- it reads like, like Wood was not really interested in handling all this. That he just okay, I'm gonna get take care of this so I can get onto the stuff that I'm talking about, which is which is also um, seen in the final scenes of this of his arc, which which has um, Kitty um, talking to um, Captain to President Captain America about the future of the future of the mutant race, which you know, because while Cap, I can believe is you know he mean he means well and all, but at the same time he's kind of like the deal he's offering them is kind of like you know things aren't going to be that much better for you guys, but this is you know this is the best I can do. This is the best you're going to get in these situations. Well, it's like it does lead to um to um to a nice some interesting potential future storylines, and um like I said, this one was pretty was was entertaining enough. I mean, like I want I want to read more, but but at the same time, I like, mean, part of me thinks that you know for all the stuff that I was all, all all the talk I was doing about about Wood Wood's run being that much better than um ever come before, not quite there but at the same time it's like it was still entertaining and interesting enough that makes me want to that does make me want to keep keep going so there's that oh and now we've got the uh the problem child we've got ultimate spider-man so first off you know for if you're like me and you're thinking about picking up this this if you read all the ultimate titles and you're thinking about like you know, do I want to pick up this this collection, even if I don't have um those, those missing two issues of Ultimate Comics Spider-Man? I say yes, go ahead and do it because Bendis still puts in enough um story like um flashbacks and recaps to tell you this is what happened in those that you missed. Granted, those two issues look like they contain some pretty important events, so yeah, I do want to read those issues, but at the same time, like I I know what went on and you know. And so I'm not. I'm left. I'm left feeling completely lost 
what as what we saw here. So basically, this whole story the story it's not really sort of a, a straight story as basically as it is um, our our protagonist our new Spider Man Miles Morales reacting to the events of the events going on in the, U, in the United States. So, but um, but it kicks off with him him. Like him dealing with the uh, fallout from the, from the two issues that I, that weren't collected here, and then um um uh, managing a meetup with um with um with with a May Parker, Gwen Stacy, and also a Mary Jane as well, and also um Ultimate Cap because Cap tells him that you know I realize I completely fucked up with um Peter, but you know hey I'm not gonna let, make the same mistake with you. It's like you you are 13, you are not old enough to be a hero. Period. So I'm gonna shut you down right now. Now, God knows that everyone realizes that you know that's kind of like one of the oldest tropes in um, superhero comics ever. But at the same time, though, it's like um, Bendis does actually um, show a pretty good understanding of you know like he realizes he realizes at least. And we also get some nice scenes with um, with um, with um, Miles uh, managing the uh, um, the, the um, Peter Parker's web shooters that he gets from at, at May. It's like he realizes that hey, you're not going to master these. In- Initially, and they lead to some like interesting situations that you know I'm sure we'd all face if we tried using um these using these web shooters without any practice. But at the same time, though, um, Miles uh, does manage does actually manage to prove himself in like in a, in a um throwdown with a rhino, and, actually, and it does lead to Cap saying, "Okay, you can actually be Spider-Man," which is not. I mean, it's nice uh, seeing the hero. The hero realizes, like, yeah, okay, you know, maybe I made a bad call right here. It's like you actually do have what it takes, and he even realizes it further when, let's say, when Hydra attacks the Triskelion, and um, Spider-Man shows up to hold, to um, to take to take things on as to, to um help 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 out things there as well. It's like it's it, I wanted to show you that you know, hey, that Morales is um is a much more capable superhero than you know than we lend to expect for someone for for someone so young, and also. It's like, it, but also leads to some interesting parts where he realizes that hey, you know, part of it. He's also kind of re, you know, even he realizes that hey, you know, even though this is what I wanted, I'm really out of my depth here. Especially when he's um, left walking across a cornfield in the Midwest, thinking, just saying, like, oh, oh man, I just want to go home. I don't even know what I'm doing out here. It's like, and and so that was, and so like that. Bits like that are fun. Bendis' dialogue is always great, and also he also leads some just some great scenes with um Morales' parents as well. Usually his dad winds up in a very bad situation with Hydra. He lives he lives to talk about it, but at the same time, you get the feeling that he may not have um, wanted wanted things to work out that um that well at all. So it's like it's so it's like even though it's like it's a storyline that that it's it's just re, it doesn't doesn't so much advance. Like um, Morales is on particular story, story arc. It's like it's still like it's still like interesting, interesting story showing him how he, like how, how he's a like, just, uh, just just the pressures of being a hero and being in a situation that's completely out of his depth. You know, kind of like his pre- predecessor was as well. One issue though is that um, one the um the judgment he faces off with in the last two issues, um, it's kind of like a you know, hey, isn't this? It looks like. It was, it's Cassie from the uh, from the Ultimate Sark, and it com- it almost completely contradicts what what's going on there. Unless you're unless you're really, willing to be very generous with the continuity. In fact, um, the overall like even like I said, this is more of a branded event than a crossover. Even though there are some you know couple touchstones between 
between these two these particular arcs, um, you don't actually need to read all three of them in order to get the get the full in order to like enjoy enjoy things. I mean, they've they all they they don't they actually don't cross over too much. I mean, yeah, Nick Fury Nick Fury shows up a bit in the Ultimates and in Ultimate Comics X Men, but they're not. But he but it's not really like you know a full on you know this is like just trading off parts between issues and all. So, so there, yeah, so there, there you go. Oh, and the art. Art for, um, for, um, Ultimates is not bad. I mean, I like, um, I like the, uh, like having, um, Billy Tan on the first couple issues, even though it's like, um, Timothy Green's, um, fill-ins, um, in his, in his parts were kind of like, were, were jarringly disconcerting. And Luke Ross, but Luke Ross does some nice, um, house-style stuff. In the, in the latter half, which you know, it's, to be honest, I mean, it's a, it's a real step down from the from the Brian Hitch days, and even the, the um the um teams they got on the uh, Miller Miller in, in Miller's Ultimate Avengers arc. Hey, actually, to be honest, like I still I actually liked um Isadra Bix stuff more, like more than what, what we got here. But still, you know, it's like it tells a story, it's clear and understandable, and I, I can't really say Asterisk much more than that. Um, Ultimate Comics X Men, despite having oh how many how many artists they have on there, oh so having four different artists, it still managed to maintain a uh, pretty pretty nice degree of artistic artistic consistency, which I appreciated. It all it's got this like you know this like slightly cartoony um like slightly exaggerated style between um, Paco Medina, Riley Brown, Carlo Barberi, and Augustin Padilla, and you know it's like. It, and like, it, if you're gonna have like four different artists on an arc, then you know it, it, you'll you can do well to follow the um the consistency in style that um that these four guys manage. Um, Ultimate Comics, um, Spider-Man, however, you know, I like, I still long for the days you know when we had like you know one artist for each each volume. You know, like like Mark Bagley and and um Stuart Amonin. These day, this time we got um, two artists um, splitting the duties. We've got um, David Marquez and Pepe Larraz. Um, Marquez, Marquez, Marquez is pretty good. He's not, he's not quite in in level of um, some of the other. Oh, actually, no, it's like he's, he's not quite in level of um, some of the other. But he's got a great, um, great clean style that's very impressive and, and, and detailed as well. I like like seeing his, I like his work here, and I'm sure I like seeing his work when he um, when he does his filling in. Issues um, for all for all new X Men for all new X Men as well. Um, the Roz, um, yeah, hey, not bad either. It's like you know, as far as villains go, it's like he does he does things pretty pretty well. I mean, things certainly can be a lot worse, but he does he does a good job in maintaining consistency and doing some nice action action scenes. So, basically, though, it's like as far as this this volume goes overall, um, it's like I said, if you're not reading Ultimate Comics. Any Ultimate Comics stuff. This is not going to um, be um, be the thing that 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 um, that will convince you to do it. In fact, you know, if you're reading any Ultimate Comics stuff, all you need to do is just, you just need to read Ultimate Comics Spider-Man. This is the one Spider-Man title that just maintained like like a fantastic degree of consistency over the years, and it's like and and like can still can still be said, um, and you can still say that of, of the titles today. Um, if you, however, if you are reading, if you've um, been teaming up with the Ultimate Comics comics um, titles, then yeah, it's like this is an absolute must-read, and it's just, it's so pretty entertaining as well. It's like I can think of you know, like I like I enjoyed it pretty I enjoyed it pretty well, but at the same time, it doesn't it doesn't 
doesn't convince me that, you know, that if the Ultimate Comics imprint is going to end sometime next year with a crossover, that it doesn't convince me that it needs to that it needs to be saved as well. I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure we do just fine having um, Miles Morales interacting with um, Peter Parker in the regular 616 Marvel Universe. And they, they, hey, we've already had one crossover with them, so hey, just having them interacting on a regular basis should be fine as well. John, so, um, any thoughts? Are you still like, writhing in pain for your mental conditions right now? Writhing in pain. Pain. <laughs> um, no... No, no comment from me tonight, unfortunately. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just leave you to it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not going to call it a night. And next week, or not next week, next time I'll be back with the. Um, well, I'll just say next week. Next time's gonna be like talking about the one, like the ones that got away, the ones that I meant to write about, but just didn't get around for one reason or another. All right. Well, we'll see you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right. Later. Bye.